practice. What key are we in? G? We're rolling. Oh, hey, what's up? I am a uh, current Prius owner, and my name is Shama. And I am a Japanese professional wrestling, wrestling enthusiast, and my name is PD. <laughs> Man, again, with the one-upped intro. And, um, gosh, we have here, the, our guest is, he started off traveling in a van doing children's ministry. He's played in rock bands, and he's led worship. And he's currently a government employee. And he's my dad. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Bachman. Be our guest. Hey, guys. Be our guest. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you groaned a little when we said government employee. <laughs> yeah, I still struggle with that. <laughs> I mean, we're 10 years in, and I still I still can hardly look at myself in the mirror when I wake up every he's day. He's real life Ron Swanson, is what he's saying. Man. But here's the way, here's the way I justify it. What I do in my job, for the most part, I promote events in my town. I try to bring people into the city for commerce, to spend money, to stimulate the economy. So that's the way I sort of deal like with a, it. The, yeah. A bird's eye view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah. That's really good. I thought you were about to say, like, I want to take it down from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that Greenville. No, yeah, that Scott <laughs> taking <laughs> taking yeah. over. So, hey, yeah, welcome, but, welcome yeah. to Church Stories Podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. I, I've heard a lot about you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, is it because <laughs> we're in your basement? <laughs> Scott, <coughs> we're using Scott, Mister Scott, uh, Mister Scott's electricity. So you're basically the executive producer of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, you fund the I studio. Pre- <laughs> Okay, so so if you say anything controversial, I, I can cancel the show. You can pull the plug, pretty much. Oh, okay, <laughs> pull an ABC and take Roseanne out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little topical Ooh. on church stories. E-E. <laughs> oh man! Now let's forget I said that and move on. That's so good, <laughs> man. I love I love that we're doing a podcast because I hear quips like that from you all the time, and I'm like, man. These need to live on, and now they will. Yeah, now, like now, in two hundred years, somebody's going to pick this up and be like, hey, "What is Ro- Roseanne? What, what happened to Roseanne?" <laughs> and they'll Google Roseanne two thousand eighteen. Um, hey, Church Stories Podcast. Um, first off, we've uh, we'd like to uh, the, we're doing a new bit, a new segment. Can, you want to introduce a PD? Yeah, it's called I Rebuke It. <laughs> oh, I Rebuke It. Yeah, so I Rebuke It. And um, and basically, you can uh, you come on and. You just rebuke something. Yeah, is there oh, anything? Wow. That I don't any know what to. I don't know what to choose first. I, I mean, my my whole life is rebuking things. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I have one request. After you rebuke whatever it is, I want you to go like full Southern gospel preacher and say, "I rebuke it." <laughs> okay, and then uh, just pretend that there's. Like, I this. rebuke birthday parties for one year olds. <laughs> <laughs> There should not be any such thing as a birthday party for a one-year-old child. This kid, oh my gosh, this kid cannot remember anything. Doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't even really know what's happening. So the birthday party is for the parents. Can we just can we just admit that? It is only for the parents. If I may That's quote true. Nate Bergazzi, uh, a famous comedian, he said. Uh, 
he took his child, his two-year-old daughter to Disney World, and people gave him crap for it. And he's like, "What am I supposed to do? Lock her in a closet and say, did you remember today? Did you remember yesterday?'" Dude, this reminds me of a tweet that I saw the other day. Uh, this lady said, "Before you spend two hundred dollars on birthday on a birth- birthday party entertainment for your child, I sprayed my son and his friends for forty-five minutes with the hose." Rave reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Rave reviews period killed me. I was crying. Me laughing. and Ishmael, who I, I mentioned on the last podcast, uh, we used to just get a bottle of Dawn dish soap, go to the trampoline, set up a hose, no. and just have fun no. for hours. Dude, that is everything about that says shattered vertebrae. No, it was just a lot of slipping. <laughs> Okay, um, man. So do, you be, okay. Do I get another one? You no, get, wait, well, I want you to say it again, but then with the the preacher thing at the end. All right. <laughs> I really, let's see. How would that go? <laughs> Channel your inner G- G- Jennings. Oh, yeah, it? Gino Jennings. Gino Jennings. Channel it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Birthday parties for one year old babies. I rebuke it. <laughs> <laughs> that was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, okay. And while I'm at it, you know what else I rebuke? What? what? I rebuke Ikea-style interior upgrades for fast food restaurants. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, legit, no, listen. How, how does McDonald's have a nicer fireplace than you than I do in my house exactly right <laughs> how is it that when I go in Bojangles the new Bojangles on Lawrence Road in Greenville South Carolina I'm looking at exposed brick wood and copper wow. and I feel like I'm in a Chip and Joanna Gaines episode of Fixer Upper how, I mean, nope. why nope you're just about to get a two piece with like a biscuit and butter yeah right, back to the McDonald's <laughs> fireplace thing when we moved in this house I was really excited about having a fireplace down here and they told me that if I used it it would burn the house down and you went oh why isn't there just a wall there yeah so McDonald's legitimately does have a nicer fireplace than me considering they can use theirs man and not burn so their restaurant apparently down. like the aesthetic was the, the, they, they started off with they were like everybody associated McDonald's like oh grease pit and then McDonald's like, no, 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 no. We're going to sell coffee, and we're going to install some fireplaces, and uh, we're going to change up the music. And it's kind of like, hey, you're still a grease pit. Hey, and yeah. but now you're a grease pit where you could, I could eat fries next to a fireplace. Yeah, but if they really want to be like Ikea, they could start selling horse burgers. Mmm. That's a jab at Ikea. We will never sponsor <laughs> this show. Not so, that they wanted to. Yeah, you're, you're, you're walking on the right on the line of this show being canceled by the executive <laughs> producer. Because that, that was almost sort of a racist joke, I think. I'm not sure. I, I don't It just sounded like it might have been. Like, of course. <laughs> Any, hey, here's the thing, though. I mean, am I supposed to... Do, do I need to feel like I'm surrounded by luxury in order to eat my four for four at Wendy's in Berea? <laughs> no. My four for four. Oh, man. No, you don't. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to rebuke? Do you have one last thing? Can, can he rebuke uh, I have McDonald's? One. Can he do that with oh, the voice? Oh, yeah. Or? You got to do the voice again. Can you got do that. the voice with the... <clears throat> Fixer upper. <laughs> Fixer upper upgrades. <laughs> At the fast food joint, I rebuke it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Now I do have I do have one more. Scott's taking us to church in this basement right now. Hit us. I, I want to rebuke wedding venues. 
And th- this is going to swerve us into the whole church thing. But, okay, wh- what? Well, hey, Shama's about to get married. Is hey, this a shot look, at him? look, is this is taken. I need it. Hey, we'll yeah. get into it. Preach the word. I'm sorry, Grace. If the wedding venue fits, wear it. That's, but, <laughs> okay. Okay, here, here's the deal. Wedding venues. Today, nobody gets married at church anymore. And, you know, I'm, I'm mad about this. I'm really I'm angry about this. <laughs> nobody gets married at church. Now, if you've got an old raggedy barn Rustic. out in the middle of a field somewhere if you just cut the grass you can slap a two thousand dollar price oh tag gosh. on that barn and be like hey wait it's a wedding <laughs> venue <Shabby laughs> yeah it's not a barn it's a venue <laughs> oh, ignore man, the cow dude. poop yeah i'm uh, like whatever happened to getting married like at the church where like you grew up or where you get fed every week and because that that's a good business decision. What, because what? usually, if you go to that church, you get the room for free. Hey, Pastor. Hey, what y'all doing in the uh, in the fellowship hall hey, next Saturday? Pastor, can you give me the brother rate? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I've been working. I've been working pro presenter my whole life rate. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so can you can you officially rebuke it for us? Getting married in Falls Park. I rebuke you. <laughs> <laughs> Falls Park is the beautiful park in our city downtown in Greenville. Man, I mean that's true. So Just that, clogging that's, up traffic. There's that, a limo on like a tiny intersection. Please, great way to start this off. Please, that's all I that's got so right good. now. That's all I got. Thank you. But now, let's get into some stories. So you've had a really interesting background. Could, could you tell us first and foremost? We gave you like a, just a an introduction, but tell us a little bit about yourself. You've you've kind of done it all in church. Well, my my dad was a pastor, so I. And up until I was 15, basically, we were in church every time the doors were open, and there were a, they were open a lot. And so, and we were on this, we sat on the second pew, and we did puppets in children's church, and we did music and just everything. And we lived right next door to the church in most, most of the time. Okay. Because the church owned our house, it was called a parsonage. I remember those. The church owned our house, and so it was kind of like you know when you worked for the the mill back in the day, and the mill no owned your house. Well, the, the church owned the house, <laughs> and so before and after church, everybody was in our house, in and out of the house, and and, and so life totally revolved around the church. I hated going to school because I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fit in. I didn't know how to act at school, but but when I was at church, man, it's like. Oh, it's all it, good. Yeah. I was I was a life of the party, and the world was everything was good, and the world revolved around me. And because it was like your home at that point. Yeah. So <clears throat> you you are one of three siblings. Yeah. Right. Two brothers, and so then when I was fifteen, we went on the road for seven years doing uh, mostly children's ministry, but also normal like preaching revivals. That was for seven years. Then we settled in Greenville, South Carolina, and I got a job at a Christian TV station. And learned how to run camera and eventually do a little editing and whatnot. And so, uh, and then by around 2000, I became a full time worship leader and media tech person at my dad's church for about nine years. Okay. How was it working for your dad? Uh, it was kind of weird because, okay, wait, you're my father, but you're also my pastor and my boss. I don't understand all of this. It's just like, it's kind of weird, but. Was was a part of you ever like, if you made a mistake, were you like, what is he going to do? Fire me? Nah. And uh, that, your, that, your nah. brother, my uncle, Tim, 
was also there. Yeah, right? for a while, for a long time, he was the youth pastor. Okay, and um, yeah, so it, yeah, it was it was different. Um, I basically became the worship leader, just sort of out of obligation at first because the guy that was doing it kind of quit suddenly, and somebody, you know, there was a need, and so my dad needed to plugged me into that place and I didn't really want to do it but I sort of grew to embrace it over time and you know it was good and but then after about 9 years I was just totally burned out I was like a crispy critter <laughs> and I just needed to go somewhere and just sit in a church service and do nothing and say nothing and so I, I wanted to be there so that when when there was feedback nobody looked at me and when the wrong lyrics were on the screen nobody looked at me and nobody asked me why don't I get to play bass this week and you know I, I just wanted to go and and sit right, right. in the service and not know who was sleeping with who and <laughs> not know who was sinning with who and just <clears throat> just be there you know and just kind of take it in and are you saying like you became a therapist as the worship leader is it? <laughs> A little bit of that no, there. it's just that when you're on staff at a church, you a lot Oof. of times you know things you don't want to know, yeah. and even right. even you don't even try to know it. But you know, you'll be minding your business, <clears throat> and you'll hear about everybody else's stuff. Just comes at you, and you're like, mm. <laughs> the gossip <laughs> you're flies like, at you. Please, I want to go to a buffet for lunch. I remember those days. Yeah. So do you? Uh, you, you like? Did you like it? Because I mean, like, you're you're a pastor's kid. I'm I'm a pastor's kid. Um, we go one of two ways. Yeah, you've, you've turned out great. <laughs> well, he didn't turn you know, out the Jersey Shore way, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It's like you did. You turned out. I know you. You have some colleagues growing up in the church circuit of some former PKs who aren't, you know, yeah, well right now. Yeah. Well, it also I think birth or, uh, birth order plays into it because I was the firstborn, and so I always wanted to please my parents and kind of follow the rules and do everything right, and so that that helped also. Okay. Um, I never really had any. I, I never had a rebellious phase where I, hey, I'm going to go out and sell my wild oats. You know, <laughs> no, I didn't. I just I didn't do that. So, um, but you know, growing up in that environment. You see a lot, you hear a lot. You know, the, when I was a kid, when a church would have a revival, what they call a revival meeting, minimum seven nights. Minimum. Yeah. And if things were going well, it was extended a week. Sometimes it was extended to three, and I've seen four or five week Shutting revivals. Down. Yeah. And people came every night, and stuff was going on. And I mean, it was. It was a lot better than going to the movies or whatever, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, that's you throwing it back. It stuff was happening, man. That's nostalgic. It's like, yeah, but like I said, we were in church a lot, so. And with that, you have to have some pretty crazy Gosh, things happen. So many. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a, a legendary pastor here in South Carolina, um, Pastor Harold Butts. You ever heard of this guy? Yes. Yes, here I am at your house. You've told me about. Oh, him. okay. To this day, I'm good friends with with his sons. He's passed away. You know, God rest his soul. Rest in peace. But I'm I am uh, good friends with with two of his sons. Used to work with one of his sons at the um, at the Christian TV station. But the story is told, and this is a true story. Back in the day, um, they used to have these big conferences where all a lot of different churches would come together. Okay. 
and they would all bring people and they would come and and meet and and have a um a time where they would all come together and have services and whatnot and so during this one service um brother harold who by the way everybody called him harry harry so his name was harry butts gosh this is is this even real it is, re- is absol- real it is absolutely harold real butts they call him pastor harry or would they call him pastor butts I think Pastor, I think Brother, I think Brother Butts most of the time. Brother Butts. Yeah, but but anyway, so they would they would come and um, he he used to sing in a trio with with a couple of ladies from his church. They would sing sing special music. You know, we're gonna have Brother Harry come and sing a special right now. They'd say it that way. And so in this one service, uh, Brother Harry and and the two ladies from the church were supposed to sing during the offering. They call it singing uh, offertory, you know. And so it that time came in the service, and um, the man that was on the platform got up and and he said, <clears throat> "Bless the Lord, we're going to receive an offering right now to defray the expenses of the conference. And so right now during we're going to be blessed." We're going to be really blessed right now, like never before, with some special music, some special singing during the offering time. And so right now, I'm going to ask the two ladies with hairy butts to come up to the platform. (laughs) And that's the way he said it. Oh, my gosh. And people, it started as a giggle. And before long, the entire place was just like laughing, like out loud, you know. And at first, the guy didn't know what he had said. Oh, he's, but just, he's like, "I'm just introducing the people." Yeah, he's like, I, "He just needed to get these people up on the platform." Yeah, so the two with, women with hairy butts. What's yeah, the two, what I don't I need, know what you don't get with, with the two ladies with hairy butts. Please come up, <laughs> man. So yeah. Did, okay, what what happened after that? Did people were people like, "Yeah, you can't do that." Dude, I, I don't, I don't know. All I know is that everybody just started laughing, and then I guess they just had to just say, you know what? Okay, it's funny. <laughs> now let's move on. It's like deaf comedy jam yeah. at church. Probably. <laughs> he probably just tried to divert attention real quick by saying, "All right, dig deep because you can't outgive the Lord." <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody was like, "All right, uh, it's not a laughing matter." Yeah, gosh, it's so funny. You know, I got, I got another story that just comes to mind. Uh, uh, I call it the uh, Ellie and the Devil story. Um, at my dad's church, there was a, a, a lady there um, that went to the church. Her name was Ellie, and sometimes she would clean the church. She would volunteer, and um, she was a trip. You know, she was she was awesome. She was great. But so she was at, she was in the youth room vacuuming. You know, vacuum. It's a fairly large room, and she's vacuuming. And my brother, the youth pastor that uh, that PD mentioned a while ago, um, he got an idea, and so he kind of sneaked up into the audio booth because he knew Ellie. So Ellie's in there vacuuming, and um, this, this sounds, is this sounds like Tim. This is be- <laughs> something Tim this, would do. This is before the days of of uh, iPods and music on your phone. So she's just vacuuming, and she wasn't listening to, to headphones or anything, and so. Tim gets a microphone and he starts saying into the microphone, Ellie, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> and he said at first, she just kind of jerked around, you know, looked around a little bit and just kind of, you know, 
like she was thought she might have heard something but wasn't sure and so he would just get louder and louder Ellie I see you <laughs> he said she at that point she basically turned the vacuum cleaner off and said devil I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you will not come after me you will not have me in Jesus name hey you know what Ellie said <laughs> devil I rebuke it <laughs> <laughs> When she vac- vacuumed him up. Uh, wow. So, of course, at that point, he, he you know, did he? He popped up from behind the audio board. And he told and, her, hey, it's just me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so the Jeez. devil wasn't rebuked. Tim was rebuked. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Ellie and the devil <laughs> story. Twist. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. So, uh, so you also toured with your brothers for a while as the yeah. Bachman Brothers Band. Yeah, we played, you know, a lot of youth camps, youth, youth, um, concerts and different things like that <clears throat> i never forget one place we played up we had a little lighting system and back then you know it, it was a little like you're, i feel like you're downplaying it y'all were a big deal no the we weren't ba- a big the bo- i've seen pictures yeah. y'all were in like jean jackets <laughs> y'all had golden flowy hair you did you y'all were killing the game i y'all mean as far as uh, kids ministry crowds were concerned you were the beatles <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we you, you know, had a light kit. You had a sick light kit. Yeah, we we had a lighting system and we had flash pots for a while my, until my brother got burned really bad, and then we cut out the flash pots. <laughs> but uh, we were at this one church up in Virginia, and we noticed there was an older lady that came that night, and we were like, "This is not going to end well. She she really shouldn't be here. She's not going to like this because our music was." really contemporary for the time we had electronic drums and uh synthesizers and like i said the flashing lights and, and stuff all that. that the old people would want to rebuke <laughs> stuff yeah stuff that now is common in worship common. services but back then it was very very controversial you know and anyway so we we get going and this lady's there and um we're on about the second or third song <clears throat> And she got up and starts leaving, and I noticed that she's walking out. And she stopped on her way out to our to the guy that was running sound for us. And she said, "I'll have you know, I came to church tonight, not to a nightclub." Mm. <laughs> and then she went ahead and just went on out, you know. And so somebody told us later. They said, "Yeah, that was Sister So and So." Bless her heart. She comes every time the doors are open. She really shouldn't have come to this tonight, but she comes every time the doors are open. Oh, so, man. you know, what are you going to do? So, there's always an old person at church waiting to complain about something. But what's funny like, is they take shifts. They're like, yeah. "Hey, I can't go tonight." What's funny? <laughs> I got go to go to go to the nursing home. Can you take my shift today? What's funny is if she were still alive today. Every Sunday morning, she'd be saying, I came to church, not to a nightclub. Oh As she's waving fog out of her face, wearing like a gas mask. Please. Please. Having to hide her eyes from the lights. Man, that's, I mean, no, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. My favorite, okay, can I, can I just say one of my favorite stories about a guy, I was at a church, and uh, I'm not going to say it was church, I'm not going to name drop, but... Uh, this guy, the introduction happened or whatever, and then worship leader goes on stage and goes, hey, everybody stand up. We're about to worship Jesus. And I looked over, and this, probably like a 17, 18-year-old uh, Caucasian male, uh, tall, lanky, 
pulls out a pair of sunglasses out of his shirt pocket, puts them on, right? Whole service, like a whole worship set. He's wearing the sunglasses, not singing, okay? The, uh, the worship ends, the pastor gets on stage. He takes off his glasses, folds them up, tucks them back into his shirt pocket. And I went, man, we've come a long way. <laughs> he, you, you know, it was like he had a, a service where he was blinded multiple times. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to go to CVS on that little thing that spins and I'm going to pick me some sunglasses. He went never again. And it was, I, for some odd reason, like I, I watched that happen and I was like, man, that, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if he likes it. I don't know if he's tolerating it. I don't know, but it cracked me up. This was, it was such a sight to see. Yeah. A lot of churches have like a little bowl full of earplugs on the little table oh, yeah. when you come in oh, now. Because for, for people that need them, you know. So. Me. Uh, I'm 26, and, and, I, and I like my hearing. When, when me and uh, Thomas Hooper went to the, the metal festival, uh, Thomas is sitting on the couch. He's a, hey, Thomas. He's the audience hey. member for this he's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he he pulls out some earplugs for the metal show and I'm like you got those from church <laughs> and he's like yeah he's like, what are we buy earplugs gosh church right <laughs> so how how is it um, you, I guess you have another story well I, that just made me think of something it's like you know a lot of people a lot of people stop going to church for various reasons. Like the lady, she got mad because she, the music and the lights were kind of crazy. But I've heard a lot of people say, you know, well, I don't go to church anymore because I got hurt. Mm. I got hurt in a church, and so I just hurt don't. I just don't go anymore. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like you accidentally ran into the altar and <laughs> tore your ACL? <laughs> <laughs> or running to Jesus? Yeah, you got hurt in a. Ch- you mean you were like, I don't know, wash, clean, cleaning the stained glass windows and fell off the ladder? Or, I don't uh, know. You, you hyperextended your knee in a church basketball game. <laughs> You're like, look, I was uh, I was raising my hands during worship, and I and I pulled and I pulled my arm out of socket. Yeah, never again. How many ways can you get hurt in church? <laughs> my favorite is uh, people. My. Uh, my uh, fiance's dad, Mr. Mark Todd, uh, he goes, you know, a lot of people will go, oh, you know, I don't want to go to church. Church just wants your money. And he goes, yeah, so does Walmart, but you still go there. Oh. What? what? Oh. <laughs> I was like, you can't, you can't be that honest with the masses right now. Yeah, but, well, and see, and this is a, this is literally a conversation I literally had with a literal friend of mine one time. Literally? Literally? Literally. <laughs> okay. And check it. And I don't want to overuse that word, but I will. Um, and he said that about the I got hurt in church thing. And, and of course, you know, we're, we kid. We kid the people who get hurt in church. But we kid because we love them. That's true. We know what they really mean. What they mean is I got emotionally upset with someone. Normally, that's what happens. Or I got you know, there was a relational issue with somebody in the church that didn't go right, or maybe somebody said something about me that wasn't true. I got out of sorts with somebody from a relational standpoint, and that's what, so that when they say I got hurt in church, it hurts. That's what they mean. And uh, he's a spiritual boo boo. <clears throat> yeah, he was. <laughs> 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 so he just said. 
He just give he just offers that as that that's the acceptable reason to never go back. He said I got hurt in a church one time when I was a kid. I th- when I was a teenager, I think he said, "Yeah." He said, "I got hurt in church when I was a teenager, Uh-oh. and so I've just never gone back." And I said, "Have you ever had a bad experience at a restaurant? Did you stop eating out?" <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have said that, but but that that, that kind of reminds me of, of the, <laughs> no, that's true, your, the like, father-in-law to be in yeah. the Walmart comment it's like yeah, the same like, thing you know mm, yeah so but like, you know now anytime somebody says that because I mean like okay it, it, let me just say this I tell people I'm like hey if you haven't had a bad experience in a church stick around you know yeah. what I mean like keep on going yeah th- this is why we have the podcast <laughs> is bad experiences in church <laughs> <laughs> like this is so many books have been written like people have a but I think you know uh, that's where I'm like yeah just like stick like stick around and but now you kind of have to be careful uh, Mr. Scott because when somebody says they were uh, hurt in a church in the past you, you kind of have to gauge the caliber of pain that they endured yes because apparently being insensitive is <laughs> let's save it for the political correctness part <laughs> Uh, tune in. Uh, tune in next time. Um, no, but that's been good. I, I feel you've you. I I. I'm not like I love everything that you've done in a church. Just somebody having that that much experience. Like you've gone on tour. You did a puppet ministry, right? Like a clown ministry. All that. I think that's super cool. And you're still involved in yeah. church now. And we, you know, there's such a wide variety of churches out there. We grew up in a Pentecostal denomination. But I remember uh, when my brothers and I were um, going around doing youth concerts at different churches, we went to an Episcopal church, and we were getting set up. This was somewhere near Charlotte. And I said, well, I think I'll look at the bulletin, you know, the church bulletin. Those are always fun. And so I went over and picked one up, and they were advertising the Young Married Couples Wine and Cheese Party. Mm. And I was like, this is not the church I grew up in. We didn't have wine and cheese parties for the young married couples in Man. our church, but yeah, it was a very different, very different day, very different group of people back yeah, then. Yeah, no wine so. in the Pentecostal churches. It was vodka. Only, <laughs> <laughs> only grape juice. <laughs> Let's skip it. Get straight, straight, straight to the big stuff. That's crazy. Do you, you? What did you, you say? You got time for one other quick story? Yeah. Back then too, we we had what we call the testimony service. Mm, now, I know it. I you know, um, at the beginning of the service, there would be the song service. Everything was called a service, and so you had multiple services within a service. Hey, let me. Can I bring you up to speed? Yeah. Right now we have experiences. Oh, I like that. No, it's a um, worship experience. Yes. Now back so back then they had the song the song service which you know you'd sing three songs and and then they sometimes they would have a testimony service or a testimony time and they'd say who's got a who's got a, a praise report to share actually they didn't even use praise report back then they just said a, a testimony who's got a a testimony to share who would like to stand up has the lord done something for you this week preach stand up and and share it with us tell us tell us what the lord's done in your life and there was this one lady that she would always stand up and she would get wound up and she'd get happy and the happier she would get you know she would end up um speaking in tongues uh-huh. and so she it would be like 
<clears throat> Praise the Lord, Brother Bachman. The Lord has been so good to me. Praise His holy name. The Lord has just, He woke me up this morning. He's healed me from all my sicknesses. Praise His holy name. He's given me provision. He's saved and sanctified everybody in my household. And, and she would just, it would go on like that for a while. And, to, and the longer yeah. she would go, the happier she would get. And she'd say, He's the Lord. I just praise the Lord because He has saved me from the top of my head to the bottom of my hushmaka. <laughs> and we we always wondered what her hushimaka was. We never we never could figure out what. Did the, you go to like WebMD and just type in hushimaka? <laughs> never could figure out what what her hushimaka was. But man, oh, I wonder how that's times. spelled. And you know, I I only make fun because you're allowed to make fun of your own tribe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So it's I'm, I'm Baptist now. So and I I am accepting. Wait, you're Baptist? I'm Baptist now. I was Baptist for about eight months one time. <laughs> no, literally. When I got burned out from being the worship leader. You were like, man, Pentecostals do too much. I went and found a Baptist church where I could just sit in the back and nobody expected me to do anything. And, and there was no, no crazy stuff happening, so I wasn't distracted by anything. The people that we are. Yeah. yeah. I'm more Baptist by name. Um, don't judge me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, what are you doing? We're doing we're doing praise reports. Yeah, Dad. Do you have a praise report? A praise report uh, could could be anything. Could be anything. Anything you're excited about. I don't want to go first. <laughs> um, uh, Petey, you got a praise report. You got one. Uh, my praise report is that my uh, poster of two Japanese professional wrestlers came in and is now on my wall. Uh, could you say that again? I hit that mic really hard. So. <laughs> you hit the gong. Yeah. My my uh, poster of two Japanese professional wrestlers is now on my wall, and it's framed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's a praise report. Praise him. Praise. Do I have him. a okay. Do I have a man? I. You know what? <laughs> what is my praise report? I. I've been. I, I. I finally learned how to drive my Prius. I watched an old British guy on YouTube, and he was like, "Hey, there's this pumping the the gas method and kind of watching the battery." Nobody cares. Nobody cares. All I want to say is, I'm killing the mileage. Like when game you right got now. it, you didn't know how to drive. I didn't. I, I, I knew how to drive it, but I didn't know how to like maximize the mileage. They call it hyper mileage. Doesn't it shut off every time you stop? Uh it just the battery kicks on. Is that scary? No. No? <laughs> it's amazing. Because when it cuts off, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm saving money because gas isn't just flying away. I remember sponsored, This scared. whole podcast <laughs> is sponsored by Toyota, um, by the way. You know, I'm, I'm glad you got this nice car, and I'm happy for you, but I'm 55 years old, and I don't trust cars that don't make car noises. <laughs> It does. Hey, would, would you like to rebuke cars that don't oh, make no. car noises? <laughs> Electronic, <laughs> elect Full circle. Electronic hybrid cars. I rebuke it. <laughs> oh, so good. Perfect. Hey, I hope my car better be outside when I leave. <laughs> they just all disappear in like a weird. Uh, what is your? Do you have a praise report? Um. Uh, uh, I can't. Are y'all serious? Is, is this a serious praise oh, report? Serious. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it's, it could be about anything. Okay. I I have my praise report is that my wife has a job now, <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing good at it. And it's like she's she started her own company and it's it's yeah, growing. No legit. 
And like she has eight students tomorrow, and that means uh, cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and you she know, she's good at it. She's she yeah. She's one of the few people on planet Earth that's like just natured perfectly to want to be in a car with teenagers for hours that's on awesome. end. I don't understand. She but. bought a second phone, and every time it was just for the business, and every time the the ringtone goes off, she goes, "The sound of money." <laughs> <laughs> That's real. She does that every time. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that is that. That is really your mom. That is Did I, she birthed you. And I might not have mentioned, but she she teaches. It's a driving school. She teaches people how to drive. If I if I fail to mention that, so. yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> I love. Yeah, how, <laughs> I love how, you know, I like that my wife's bringing in some money now. <laughs> yeah, and we could spiritualize it and just say, I just want to. My praise report is, I thank God for for provision. <laughs> Yeah, for for the victorious mm, the, the yeah. victorious life. What is a what provision? Is, <laughs> what is the what is the term that we heard yesterday? We were watching that video that you made, and uh, and and uh, as a husband and wife, they were sitting next to each other, and they said, "God brought us here, and He's helped us. We've we've learned what? What is the word that they use? They said, um, we've we've learned to live by faith, mm, which just means which means you are dirt poor." And that's a good place to end it. That's a, Actually, that's a great place to end it. We, we've got some instruments in we here. Got, we're going to spice it up. We both know how to play instruments. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rody. Rody, get my guitar. Rody Thomas. <laughs> I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> Thomas, for those who can't hear him because he's not Mike, said he's, he's never coming out. back here again. <clears throat> I'm never coming back here again. There Thomas. he is. You'll be back. We love you. Um, oh, this, is, um, this is called a melodica, and I bought it off Amazon. And um, it sounds like a harmonica, but it's actually a keyboard that you... It's a wind instrument that's a keyboard. It's kind of weird, but it sounds like a harmonica. That's awesome. And, um, I can't wait. This is so good. Yeah. I uh, wish... Talk while I'm tuning. Yeah. Um, this, is, this has been a great... This has been a great... <laughs> Uh, filler, 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 filler. No, this has been a great podcast. And uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on, Mr. Scott. Um, yeah, that's it coming up. Thanks for coming downstairs to your basement and talking yeah. to us. And I will, I will. I don't want to leave the wrong impression. I will be going to church this Sunday, like I normally do, and I hope I don't get hurt in church. <laughs> you never know. You could. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna. I'm gonna see you on Monday on crutches, and I'll be like, "Hey, was that at church yesterday?" Yeah, I pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to lay down some chords and you can just join in? Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead. Yeah. Just. What key are we in? G? made like the, the like the podcast theme song what if that is the podcast theme <laughs> That's song a, I, I can't i can't think of anything else now hey i'm gonna stop recording and hope 
I pray to God that this is goes great and we can save this because I want to bounce it immediately. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been Church Stories, and you've been awesome. Goodbye. <laughs> there we go. Well, look what the Lord has done. Hey, if you like this, please share it with your friends. And if you have a funny church story, send it to us and it might make the show. Email us, churchstoriespod at gmail.com. Or DM us at memes on Instagram. Or tweet us at churchstories. And leave us a review on iTunes. Every little bit helps. You make the difference. Be the change you want to see in the world. Stop wishing, start doing. Is that enough encouragement? Yeah, that's enough. All right. Oh,